Welcome to the Liberal Europe Podcast, a European Liberal Forum project. I'm your host, Ricard Silvestre. Today I'll be speaking with Dr. Jürgen Martens. Dr. Martens is the European Liberal Forum president, is also a member of the German Bundestag, and a former Saxon State Minister of Justice and European Affairs. And after our conversation, I will be presenting some of the events for this month for ELF. I'm here with Dr. Jürgen Martens. Doctor, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. It's a privilege to have you here. No problem. Thanks for the invitation and hello to everybody. Talking now a little bit about the future of the European Union, we were together, you and I, at ELF General Assembly, where we had Andrew Duff from the Spinelli Group that talked about the shared destiny for the Europeans. In your opinion, what, are, what do you think are the major obstacles regarding the future of the European Union project? Andrew Duffy is a real high experienced expert on European questions and um, the Spinelli Group is a, a fascinating think tank. Uh, they are developing different pictures and plans and, and roadmaps for Europe and uh, we have, to, we have to, to, to accept that Europe is, is a unique attempt to, to overcome uh, national isolation and uh, for that we cannot go uh, on, a, on a certain uh, already fixed roadmap but we can uh, we can try to uh, to approach certain um, certain understanding of Europe and its institutions and there's no no end of the way defined so we are on the way, and that's the main thing. That is a great point. Now, regarding uh, the fact that some European nations may decide not to participate in a bigger European integration, do you see a multi-speed process where some nations move faster to that goal, or do you think that we should all do this as a block? What are your thoughts on that? We are already within a uh, multi-speed procedures. Um, if you look, uh, we have uh, different uh, approaches on the, um, uh, on, the, on the currency. We have uh, 16 states uh, within the Eurozone, the others are not. We have some states in the Schengen area already at a multi-speed uh, European process. So I'm not afraid of this, uh, we always uh, will have some some states, some member states, who are um, who want to proceed a little bit faster than others, and that doesn't harm us. Getting to this point, it's unavoidable to talk about uh, what's going on with Brexit. Do you see a future where the United Kingdom, even if they leave, they ask to be back with the family of the European Union nations? Or are there any problems that you see in the future that can, in a way, uh, cancel all that? Uh, I think it would be premature to discuss the re-entry of the uh, United Kingdom to the European Union. At this time, they are even not out. Uh, and the Liberal Democrats were the only party in the, in the UK who... Uh, who prepared for the European elections and uh, 
they they have been right. Talking about a bigger European integration, there are a need to transfer some of national power to the European institutions. However, like you mentioned just a minute ago, it is easier when we're talking about an economic union or, for example, fight against climate change. But it gets harder when we're talking about a political union. What do you think is the best way to solve that problem? Um, at first, we need uh, the yeah. We have to we have to, con to, to convince the member states that um, our future um, will be a common future. Uh, this means that we have to define uh, the, the, the fields uh, on which we have to proceed faster uh, to an intensified um, European uh, Union and the fields where we can leave more responsibilities to the member states. Yes, and that's the political pro that's a political process, and we have to enter this, and we have to be uh, we don't we, we don't need to be shy uh, to to spell out the problems uh, the existing problems, and there are many of them. But on the other hand, we have now an experience of more than seventy years to solve these problems uh, non-violent, and um, I trust in this, and I think. Uh, we can and uh, we should enter the process of defining the the, the issues and fields uh, which need more um, cooperation and more transfer of uh, competences to the European Union and where not. And that is a great point about no need to be shy because we do know how to solve problems. Uh, there are some threats uh, that put the European project at risk, being populism, for example, one of them. Do you have a positive view and uh, do you think that in the end we'll be able to solve all those problems? Uh, we have to face uh, different types of threats uh, to the European Union. There are external threats, like coming from, from, from new imperialism of Russia, or the expansion of, uh, of, of Turkey in the Middle East, or the Iran politic uh, in the Middle East. Uh, we have to, to, to state that the United States are leaving the convoy um, of, uh, mm -hmm. of, of, uh, of, of the democratic uh, nations. Yes. And gives pressure from the outside to, to unify uh, to stick together. But on the other hand, as you mentioned before, we have all, all, also we have also to, to face internal threats. These are uh, the most visible is the, the threat of the uh, nationalistic populism uh, arising in, yeah, in many in many member states. And for that we have to uh, yeah, we have to, to, to take the fight and to struggle for, uh, for the democratic achievements of the European Union and its construction. Uh, this construction is a community of democratic states and uh, the uh, democratic legitimated uh, transfer of competences to the Union. And we have to, to face uh, the need of reforms within the uh, institutions um, of the European Union, and we have to handle that as well. Sounds to me like we have a roadmap right here. 
moving to a slightly different topic, but still associated to our conversation, and that is, what do you think is the work that liberal political foundations like ELF can do to help shape the future of the European Union? At first, we uh, we are the official uh, foundation and think tank of the Alde Party. Now that means we are uh, we are spreading liberal uh, approaches and ideas and solutions and uh, best practices um, within the liberal party family and uh, outside this in the in, in the public. That's our uh, that's our main duty uh, to fulfill. On the other hand, we can work um, uh, on creating a European uh, public mind. Europe has always be um, yeah has always uh, been blamed for being an elite project of of some politicians sitting in the bubble or living mm -hmm. in the Brussels uh, bubble, not ignoring the needs and the day to day. Uh, sorrows of the uh, of the of the common people, and to overcome this, we have to create a real European public mind, European publicity. We are all dominated by national our national media scene, and there's uh, there's almost no European public scene. But but we can work on this to uh, to create such a I call it European public mind, which is one of the most important preconditions for a European citizenship. If you want to 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 ask uh, where are the European citizens, then you have to first to establish a European public mind, and the Liberal Forum, the European Liberal Forum, can help to construct uh, to, to 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 foster this uh, European public mind. That is a fascinating concept, Dr. Martins. The European public mind. We are going to need another podcast just to go into more detail with that. But for now, I would like to keep our focus on what you what you just said, and that is how can ELF be close to those people and to others that are working on a field to develop exactly this concept of a European public mind? Yeah, first we can show that uh, there are uh, platforms and levels and institutions where you can discuss the future of the European Union, where you can discuss different approaches, where you can change best practices in, in your, your personal political day-to-day -day life. Well, for now, I want to thank you so much. And I think I can speak for all the member organizations, for all the work you've, been, you've done so far for ELF, and I'm sure all the work you'll be doing in the future. And I'm going to thank you so much again for coming to the podcast. And I want to ask you if you want to leave our listeners with one final thought. To the listeners, I say, uh, just uh, have a look from time to time. And perhaps you can find uh, some events or publications interesting to you. So take that and uh, show it to your friends. We are uh, we are moving on to spread uh, what we call liberalism in Europe. I'm back and now I'm going to bring you some of the events that ELF is organizing in this last week of May. For example, on the 29th in Lisbon, Portugal, there's going to be a Rolf Darndorf roundtable on protecting democracy in the digital era. The attacks on democratic process using tools from the online world 
should be a concern for all Europeans. And this roundtable discussion aims to better understand these processes and how to fight them. And then on the 31st, there's going to be Studio Europe in Warsaw, Poland. The idea for Studio Europe was born from the ambition to bring together young professionals and political talent to work together to find solutions to liberal challenges without being hindered by traditional organizational bias. For you to know more about ELF events, just have to go to www.liberalforum.eu forward slash events. I'm going to say goodbye for now, but we'll be back soon with more podcasts. Until then, you can keep visiting liberalforum.eu or follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So until we meet again, let's keep making the world a better place. The Liberal Europe podcast is organized by the European Liberal Forum with the support of Movimento Liberal Social in Portugal. This podcast is co-founded by the European Parliament, and the European Parliament is not responsible for the contents of this podcast or any news that may be made of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the European Parliament and or the European Liberal Forum.